Naked Shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to The Naked Shaman, Naked Shamanism. My name is Iggy Garcia. I'm your host here for the next probably hour to 90 minutes, depending how spirit leads us and, and the journeys we take on. Um, wanted to talk and just reach out to everybody today and just want to thank everybody for, you know, being who you are and just being open to, um, you know, suggestions and ideas. I know on Facebook today I, I posted something. For me, it was pretty profound. It was pretty exciting. I was pretty happy about it. And so um, hopefully some of you got to read that today. <clears throat> and if you didn't, I want to read it for you because I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty strong and pretty interesting. Something that I just came to me and it was just came to my heart. I said, there's a galactic mist moving over us in our galaxy since 2012. Now that all the planets will align, you will find and you will feel these kind of cool things for you for yourself in the next 30 days. Our thoughts and our emotions are moving faster than the speed of light. They will move in hypersound. And those parts of our DNA that have been closed off or inactive in our bodies will begin to activate things inside of us. All of us will feel happy and others confused and emotional. And some of us, we will feel the change in our bodies. These gifts have been promised to us by our ancestors in the universe. Embrace your gifts and open yourself up to an always evolving heart. Uh-huh. That's something that came to me either in meditation or a dream. I'm not quite sure how. I just know that I was inspired to write that. And thanks to those who actually took time to read it and move on to uh, sharing that through Facebook and through all their social networks. I really appreciate that. I'm really grateful. But I'm here to talk to you today about why I'm on this journey and how this journey began for me. And um, part of this journey of the galactic shamanism and plus the Gaia, the mother, why it's so important to me. Um, like most shamans, they all go through some time of trial or tribulation or something that goes on in their life. My life um, began pretty much like everybody's were conceived and we're born. And then the next thing we know, certain events happen to us in our life. Um, as a young kid, I was in Peru probably until about the age of four. And then eventually I left. But a lot of things happened to me while I was in Peru as in those last those four years. And then being back and forth in between. One of the most prevalent things that happened to me was, and happened to my mother, of course, and my father, was... Um, the story told by my parents about how I was born and how things happened. One of the major stories that they told me was when my mother had appendicitis. And they were about not two miles from the hospital of sorts. And my dad had to carry her and my father would ask for help. And nobody would help my father. No one would help my mom. And he carried her all the way to the hospital. The attending surgeon at that time had just come out of surgery and had operated on somebody else. 
and he was exhausted and tired. But um, fortunate enough, the surgeon uh, was friends with my grandfather. And my grandfather, my father called my grandfather, his father, and they knew each other, and so the surgeon decided to stay instead of waiting for the next surgeon to come. Uh, my father didn't have money, and back then you had to pay for those, and my fa- grandfather came and he paid for that. My mother went to surgery, but before she went to surgery, the doctors were pretty much saying, you know, I can only save one one of them if this doesn't go well. And so my father says, no, you're please, you're going to save them both. I have faith in you, blah, blah, blah. But the, the surgeon wasn't too confident about, you know, if I was going to make it. He wasn't sure how to operate with me in the way and and get into my mom's appendix that was about to rupture, rupture or have ruptured, you know, at that, by that point. So what they did is they did something that, you know, was never thought about in, in those times. They actually took me inside my ambiotic bag and then they put me outside of my mom while they operate on her instead of moving me over. I still had four months before I was born. So there's four months left for me to sit in there and bake a little bit, bake little Iggy. And um, in the meantime, my father went to the ocean in Peru and just swam out, went to the beach and just swam out. And he prayed to God. What my father prayed for, I'm, not, I'm never really sure. I never really truly asked him. doesn't really talk about it too much. But he prayed. Eventually, his friends called him and found him, and they brought him back to the hospital. You know, at that time, they had put me back in my mom. They weren't sure if I was going to make it or not. Of course, I made it. I'm here telling you the story. But that's one of my shamanic stories of what happened to me as a child, even before conception. Being outside my mother and then being put back inside her. I could do a lot of things to people in their minds. And, you know, I have vivid visions of that. Vivid. Another time I, I jumped off a set of stairs, two flights of stairs, thinking I was Superman. This was before I came to the United States. And I totally was unconscious or who knows what happened to me, but I was not present at that moment. I had two aunts who were kind of, um, I don't know, I'll call them witchy, witchy shamans, I guess. Well, they took all my clothes off and put them on backwards and they called my spirit back. Nacho, Nacho, Nacho. For those of you who know, my name is Ignacio, and Nacho is short for Ignacio. And Iggy's actually a name that came to me later in life. As I played soccer, my friends called me that just because it was easier to say Iggy. And some people were didn't really like call me Nacho. They just didn't feel like they wanted me to call me food. <laughs> Which is kind of funny and kind of ironic at the same time. <clears throat> but in the shaman worlds, there are things that happen to you. And there comes a point in your life where, you know, you start to fall into your gifts. You start to realize that you, you're being called to this this sacred calling. Um, I was called very young, at a very young age. I remember doing things and trying things and, and saying things and singing songs I didn't possibly, I didn't, don't know where they came from. And I remember my parents would be like, you know, it's just a phase. And, you know, I just, I was just different. I just knew I was different in some way. I recall all that as a child, trying to be and trying to lead and trying to share things that were in my heart and trying to understand things. And I was always curious about the stars. 
but you know the coolest thing is you know you eventually you you kind of get sucked into reality and sucked into life you get sucked into the moments and the in you start to become like everybody else at some point where you just want to be normal and you just want to fit in and i try my dangest to fit in i tried to be like everybody else of course i was shorter than most everybody so that was already against me there to some degree so i knew i had to learn how to play big play big in my body play big in my mind play big in ways that i could stood up stand up for myself and i did a fairly good job i became a teenager and through life and still had those questions and still had those nagging thoughts and my grandmother was a good teacher for me to teach me shamanism to teach me the ways of my ancestors and so was my father and so was my mother not as much and then meeting other other shamans on my travels and other healers and other light workers I began to form my own path my own journey in my own visions and my own desires little by little I was indoctrinated into shamanism and I was already creating my own style of shamanism I guess because every shaman has their own style with basic parameters that we work from and through life I struggled as a young man as a father of three kids really fighting it not wanting to be not really wanting to hear but the call and the scream got louder and louder and eventually one day I just gave in I gave in and I said you know I don't know where this path's going to lead me. I don't know what it's going to do. But I know one thing. It's a calling. And it's a sacred calling. And that sacred calling just took me. And eventually traveling back to Peru from time to time and learning from other teachers, I learned different ways. And I understood that I wasn't really necessarily an ayahuasca minister of sorts. The plants called me in a different way. Spirit called me in a different way. In a much unique way pretty grounding way, pretty strong way. Um, I went through different types of modalities. I circumvented shamanism to some degree. Then eventually I came back to it, full-fledged, full force. And today in my community, I do the work that I've learned. Do I call myself a shaman? Not necessarily. The only reason I may say I'm a shaman from time to time is just to make it easier for people to understand. And why do I call this show The Naked Shaman? Because you have to be naked. You have to kind of just strip the layers away and just be vulnerable and just be open to new understandings and new beliefs and new new ways of just bringing the energy towards you in order so you can channel and, and bring forth to the people who you're working with to help them on their journey of self-healing, them to understand what they need to understand. For all I am as a vessel, all I am as a hollow bone, a person who's able to share share what's brought through me and through different techniques and even though I may be perceived as a teacher I'm also the student and learning in the process and healing parts of myself so shamanism is not just me laying on hands on someone else it's team effort when the person comes to my my home my office or reaches out to me I have to assess the I have to assess and see what what is what do they want what do they need. And so I come to the point where I go, you know, and I meet them. I meet them in in public. And I assess and they assess. And I give them the opportunity to decide if I'm the right person for them. 
or if we're going to work together. I don't just assume that it's going to be that way. So that's one of the cool things about the way I do my practice, the way I do my shamanistic work, is I want to meet somebody, talk to them, get to know who they are, and get to feel their vibration and their vibe and what's what's happening in their life, and share similar stories or experience new ones. Regardless of the stories, we all have our own stories. We all have the same path. We're all born into this world, into the Gaia, and then we're all released from our our bodies back into spirit, back to the Gaia, back to the earth. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about the Gaia energy, a little bit about Mother Earth, and also wanted to talk about you know what it means to be a galactic shaman and to understand galactic shamanism. First of all, the Gaia, the Earth, the Mother. The Gaia, we all come from the Gaia. We all come from the Earth. There's not one of us who escapes that. We all come from some piece of the universe, from somewhere, if you don't believe you're from here. We're all connected. We're all one. To understand that we are all not separate, but only separate in our thoughts, in our experiences, in our emotions, and how we learn things, that's the thing that makes us different. That's the thing that makes us unique. That's the thing that makes us who we are. But it's an expression, an expression of who she is, an expression of creator, expression of the universe. Many shamans work with drums, rattles, ayahuasca, which has DMT. DMT, it releases the chemicals in your body to have those, those, um, those, those moments of clarity, those moments of visions, to see things that only we can tap into. It's almost like a racing car on sorts. And the things that I saw are amazing, and I'll get to that here a little bit later when I had my experiences with ayahuasca. But the galactic shamanism that I wanted to talk about was about understanding the universal shamanism, the universal things that we can't explain sometimes. Shamanism is almost 30,000 years old. It's older than any religious type of form of structured religion predates it. It's older. There was lots of shamans. The shamans were also very well trained, very well versed in what they did. In today's communities, in today's world, we have different types of shamans. That, you know, they kind of fall into different categories. Some shamans do Reiki. Some shamans do massage. You may not call yourself a shaman, but it's the work. We used to go to our medicine man, our medicine woman, our shaman practitioners, and they would give us connections to spirit and give us connections to the earth and talk to us about it. And that's what was amazing about the work we do. Powerful, super powerful work. So now we open ourselves up to even a greater understanding. Now we're opening up to shamanic earth medicine that most of us are really, are used to and understand. But now there's also another aspect of it. There's a galactic shamanism where we actually connect to spirit outside of this planet, outside, connecting to our ancestors and the messages that they relate to us and shared with us. A lot of us are channelers. A lot of us are psychics. A lot of us are mediums. A lot of us are intuitives. We use our intuition. This galactic, I don't know how to describe it. It's, 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 a, it's a growing, ever-evolving thing. 
now we're all reach, coming into this time where the universe is expanding rapidly. And within that rapidness, we also receive messages. And we, we create new creations. We are part of the creation. We are part of creating the things that, that are happening in the universe. We are the number one creators in our own worlds, in our own minds. A lot of us think that circumstances happen to us, but a lot of times it's our creation and the things that we create and make them become real. So when we start to fall into depression, we start to fall in anger, we're, we're part of that creation. Either we help it move along or we move away from it. Galactic shamanism is amazing because now the stars align and our bodies feel it, our emotions feel it, our spirits feel it. We're connected to the parallel universes of ourselves, the different aspects of ourselves. At a much higher level, our DNA is, is, de, is activating or deactivating, however you want to look at it, because part of it is unraveling and part of it is coming and activating into ways that it's just amazing. You start to know things before they even happen. You feel things in your body that you can't explain. You become stronger or you become weaker. It affects everybody differently. It's not like it's a disease so it's not a symptom, but there are ways to understand it. It's different for everybody. It's very unique into the individual. You know, historically, we, we have history of how the human race began, and we have very different versions and different ways of understanding that. But the cool thing about it is, you know, we're as unique as every star in the universe. Our time has passed or is passing. When we look at a star that's already burned away, has already it's flat it's just traveling to us. It's reverse that. Somebody on that planet looking at us. Or where are we even born yet? Galactic shamanism is understanding that everything is simultaneously happening at the same time. That our thoughts, our creations are being put out to the universe. So I hope that what we put out to the universe is super important and super vital. We have to create that love, that energy, that positive so our hearts can share that with the universe. The universe hears everything we speak, everything we share. Mother Earth, she sheds tears for us. She grows us. As we evolve as humans, we, we rip her and we strip her. We mine her. We take from her. But we don't give back to her in the ways we should. When we deforest a jungle in South America or in Indonesia or in a different part of the world, what do we give back? What do we give back to the what do we give back to her? Do we plant a tree? Do we plant a new forest? No, we don't. We totally don't. We we just totally totally disregard her. You know, we live in these boxes and we live in these little neighborhoods and we live in these little communities that are all structured. For most people you would ask them they'd probably be happy and they're probably okay. But deep down inside, each one of us has a struggle. Each one of us is yearning for an understanding of where we come from, who we are, what we are. A lot of us are enslaved in our own our own minds and our own creations. Enslaved in things that we can't even understand sometimes. Yes, there's a higher power out there who enslaves us and puts us in these categories and makes us feel certain things. They put us in ways that we can't understand. Can you fight it? Of course you can fight it. But you can only fight it to a limit with the tools that you have right now. Because if you were able to fight it and we were able to move from it, we would all be out of it. We would be free. You're as free as you want to be. You're as free as you can share your thoughts, your emotions. 
But true freedom is understanding that you are already free, that you're not enslaved, that you're not sucked into the game, but the game sucks us in. So how do we free ourselves from the game? Understanding that we are the slaves and that the slave owners of this galactic universe, of this earthly plane that we're on, want to keep us that way. They don't want us empowered. They don't want us empowered, and that's why they create money. That's why they create situations. That's why they create jobs. That's why they create things. So you can become enslaved to it. So you can put a pillar before yourself and set expectations for yourself. And sometimes these expectations are hard to even obtain. They throw us a a billion-dollar lottery winning at us, opportunity to win. And the amazement how everybody created. I remember on Facebook when I asked people, what would you do with $1.5 billion? And my God, the imagination and the creations that came from that and the words that spawned from that were amazing. But in the same token, I also asked, what's holding you back from creating that now? And, you know, most people said time and money. So the energy, the energetic charge of money is also an illusion of, you know, that you have more time, that you have more, uh, you're more able to do things. I may agree to some degree that, yeah, when you have the freedom and the energy behind backing you, you may be able to do things a little bit quicker. You might be able to move certain energies. <clears throat> but you have it all the time. You have this imagination to create constantly. And that's the galactic shamanism. That's the galactic energy of creation, imagination. And if you believe that you can do this, you'll do it. Because you can create the most most smallest thing that you can. You can create, I want an ice cream cone. That's creation. That's imagination. You'll do anything when you're in the, in the craving for an ice cream cone. You'll go drive an hour away to your favorite ice cream shop. So the imagination, the creation is always there. It's how we use it. At what level do you use it? So you want to create an intentional community. What's holding you back? Oh, money. Really? I'm sure that you could find a whole bunch of people to invest so much money and create and, and and have the idea what that means. Do you just want 10 people? Yeah, then, you're, then your target is different. Do you want 1,000 people? Is this something that people come to and just share? So you have to really get real and you have to get really focused on what you want to do. If you want to be enslaved and you want to stay where you're at, that's easy to do. All you got to do is just sit back, go get a job. Doesn't matter how good pay or whatever. Doesn't matter. But if you want to step outside of the parameters of, of everyday life in understanding, get connected to the Mother Earth and touch and feel her and understand her, then you'll have to do things that are completely different. Can you feel her and touch her living in your box? Of course you can. But there's another way of feeling, another way of understanding. Do you ever look up at the stars and, and wonder where you come from? Wonder how you got here? Wonder how what happens to you next, where you go? Do you feel lost in your faith sometimes? Not all the times, but sometimes. Because it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't understand, It doesn't click. And it doesn't jive with you. But some aspects that it does. This is a lot of this stuff was made for controlling. A lot of this stuff was made to keep you calm and at peace. And to keep you on a direction. Would there be anarchy if we didn't have? I don't believe so. So think about those things. What enslaves you? Why are you enslaved to the world? Why are you enslaved to the people that are around you? Why are you enslaved to 
living in the neighborhood that you live in. How can you change? How can you move out of that? Let's take a little quick break and we'll be right back. You are listening to WithInsightsRadio.com on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your free online holistic publication resource radio for trusting your intuition, achieving self-discovery, and following your soul self. InsightsRadio.com, your free online resource for achieving self-discovery and inspiration. With Insights Radio is a listener-supported radio station, and your donations are greatly appreciated. We cover a variety of topics, interviews surrounding the metaphysical and holistic and natural medicine alternative healing modalities, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to WithInsightsRadio.com. Shaman episode six, Guy and the Galactic Shamanism. I'm Iggy Garcia. I'm your host today. And I hope you're enjoying the topics we're talking about. A lot of the things are probably things you've heard, things you've talked to with other people. And you might be new to what we're doing and what's happening. With insights, we share our, our moments, we share our thoughts. We have a variety of shows. We talk about astrology. Mark will share his things tomorrow, I believe. Mark um has been in astrology for quite some time, and he's pretty pretty good at it. And I really enjoy his takes and his looks, and he's pretty accurate on things. Then you got Mutt at midnight. He shares his thoughts and his shamanic practice and his ways and his life and his spirituality. Adriana Arts, she shares her stuff. And then we have uh, the Gypsy Wagon with Don Thompson. She's on once a month with us. And then Gary Heron from time to time shows up, gives us crystal ball readings. And then Monty. Our friend, she's a psychic medium. She comes on from time to time. So we, we, we share. And this show is um, the show that actually was on Sprecher. We move it from time to time around. So we're trying it here on With Insights. It's kind of my own little a show, my own little plug for egarcia.com where I do my shamanic practice and other holistic modalities that I work with. But we were talking about Gaia, the Earth Mother. Um, without her, you know, she sustains us. Without her, we, we would be nothing. We would be another existence. We'd be another type of creation, a type of, uh, you know, the word is, I don't want to, existence, I guess is the best way to use it. We'd be something else. You know, if she blows up right now, we would, our physical body would die, but our energy and our spirit would never, it would be changing, it would be moving. So we're part of this big galactic shamanism, this move, this big galactic universe. We're part of it. And it's all over. And it's, I mean, it's never ending. It's infinity. And it just keeps moving and on and on. So Gaia in in the galactic shamanism is is intertwined, intertwined all the way through. We're not just on the Earth path anymore. We're on, you know, a universal path of understanding. You know, our path causes us to learn, to teach, learn, to teach, learn to teach, and we learn, 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 and we teach, teach, teach. Things that we we learn, we want to teach. That's the way our spirit is. As human beings, we're, we're created to, to teach the next generation so the next generation can become better. So no difference in the holistic practices that we hold and the beliefs we hold. Now, is there conspiracies? Conspiracies are just ideas of things people believe. Now, some people believe in aliens. Some believe that there are star beings here. And you know what? I'm not saying they're not. I can't say that there isn't. 
But it's just like faith. You have to have faith and belief that, you know, we all need this planet to survive. Maybe they need it as much as we do. But regardless, if there are aliens, and we are aliens, and we are, are from her, we are not from her, it's irrelevant. The point is we're part of a bigger, more galactic, more universal existence. That we're not, we're just a speck of that. We're part of that. We're a speck in the universe. But a mighty powerful speck we are. Because when we put our mind to it, we can do some amazing things. On this planet Earth, there is a cure for everything that ails your body. I believe that because we are part of this planet wholeheartedly. We come from her soil. We come from her mud. We come from the dirt. So from that dirt, there are plants. There are medicines. There are insects. There are things that will heal us, ail us, that we are part of. There's a cure for everything under the sun, because there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that ails us is here on this planet. You have to believe, and you have to believe with your heart, and with your spirit and your soul, that you will heal, that you will become better. And the things that you take and the people that you meet are with you to learn, to come into your life. So I invite you to look at that and research that. There's an illusion that's been cast before us by other people who are much more advanced in their thinking and their knowledge. And they've put the veil before us so we can't see, so we can stay within this little veil that we in, that we run around. And then we also have influence in sphere of influence around the people we're around. But outside of that sphere, we're nothing but a little fish in a small pond thinking that we're a big fish. So I, I ask you to look and to see, and to project, and to look into the world much differently than you look at it. Look at it in a way where it's you are the reason why this world functions, that you are a vital point of it, that you are a spark, and you are that speck, and you are that energy that carries through. When your physical body is no longer, that energy that you have goes back into the Mother Earth and regenerates and is used again, and you're reborn in a way that no one truly understands. But you do come back. Is it reincarnation? Some would call that. But I believe it's more than that. I believe that we come back with more a better, better understanding. Man has a way, of, a way of self-destructing. Man has a way of changing and wanting to manipulate. Because we've been enslaved for so long that we feel that if we can control the situation, then we're no longer slaves. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. When we allow things to be what they need to be, and we work together in ways that we can understand, for like, for example, gas here in Columbus, Ohio, was a buck thirty-four, okay, gasoline, and just last year at this time it was close to two, hovering around three dollars a gallon, and so everybody is so excited. Oh, it's a buck thirty-four, yay! But you know what? The energy. And the destruction that we had to create in order to bring it to that price, the things that we had to, that were done, and I say we because it was we, because it was we who did not stand up, it was we who did not speak, it was we who gave our way our power to a handful of other people to do what they we thought was right. So we're enslaved to them. We're indebted to them no matter how we look at it. They own us. And I'm sorry to say it like that. They own us on a level that we can't understand. Oh, Iggy, but they don't own us. 
I'm at home and I'm watching TV. I'm quite happy. Yeah, you're enslaved to the TV. You're enslaved to the home. You're enslaved to a pavement. You're enslaved to a car that drives you. Oh, but Iggy, I have to work. I have to have a job so I can feed my family. You're enslaved to the energy of money. You're enslaved. We all are. I am as well. But Iggy, I can't, you can't sell your spiritual gifts. No, but I can offer my time, which is valuable. My gifts can never be a price that can never be put on my gifts. We're all slaves to something or someone or something. I don't care who you are. To oxygen, without it, you would die. You need it. Maybe slave is a strong word. Maybe it's too powerful because it conjures up different images and stuff. <clears throat> Our existence is not just merely to keep the system going. Our existence is also to break it down and to change it and to expose it, to make it naked and to show it and show those teeth and those fangs. And once we show those teeth and fangs, what do we do? Well, we have a decision to make at that time. And it starts with us, all of us, every single one of us. It starts with us. We have to make that decision, what's best for us. To become enslaved means that we have to do some things that are uncomfortable and some things that we may not want to do. But I invite you to not look at it like that. I invite you to look at it in a way where it's, we have passion, we have understanding of who we are. So hold that thought for a second and think about that. What holds you back? What enslaves you? Can you name things that keep you trapped? Things trapped in your own mind? Let's take a 30-second break and we'll be right back. You are listening to WithInsightsRadio.com, your free online resource for achieving self-discovery and inspiration. With Insights Radio is a listener-supported radio station, and your donations are greatly appreciated. We cover a variety of topics, interviews surrounding the metaphysical and holistic and natural medicine alternative healing modalities, and much more. Thank you for tuning in to WithInsightsRadio.com. You are listening to WithInsightsRadio.com on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your free online holistic publication research radio for trusting your intuition, achieving self-discovery, and following your soul self. Welcome back to With Insights Radio. Tonight's show is The Naked Shaman, Episode 6, Gaia and the Galactic Shamanism. Uh, so I invite you guys all to come on a journey with me into shamanism and understanding the path. To understand oneself and working through and rediscovering one's path. That's what we're doing tonight. Hopefully um, it doesn't get too hard. I do have a caller online. I'm going to see what they're thinking, what's going on in their mind. It might be somebody I know. And, you know, and it might be somebody who can maybe shed some light on us. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Who am I speaking with? This is Moni. Hey, Moni. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, how are you, Ricky? Good, good. I'm glad you uh, tuned in there. I didn't recognize the number there. Just wanted to see <laughs> uh, if you um, had anything you wanted to share. I think you're right on with a lot of the things, and I think we have to take time 
to assess everything in our life and reconstruct ourselves, you know, and see mm-hmm. what really is and what isn't. Like I said, we've had all these things basically glued to us for years, mm-hmm. and we really didn't need them. Uh, they made us think we did. Yes. And th- things just have to, they're changing right now very, very quickly. Very quickly. And pe- people are becoming very scattered and, and uh, it's hard to grasp hold of the tail of it because it'll take you right through if you do. And uh, don't blink. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, there was a time where we were moving through speed of sound. And there was a time we were moving through speed of light. Now we're actually moving through hyper sound, which is actually faster than the speed of light. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure there's something faster than that. But I think everybody is moving into directions that they probably don't even know where they're moving. It's happening so quickly. Our evolution and our and our DNA is just exploding. And you know, a lot of us are going through some hard times right now. A lot of us are going through yeah. some euphoric times. A lot of us are going through you, you name it. And even the yeah. healers that we know to be healers and people who we know to be ministers and priests or whatever, they're going through those hard times too. And a lot of them are, are, are going, some of them are going a little crazy, you know, and asking and challenging themselves and saying, Hey, is this my path? Is this where I, I need to be? Because it's, 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 it's not a thing. You know, it's not a thing that you can just grab and put in your pocket. It's everywhere. It's all around us. It's about allowing in what's to be here, about allowing ourselves to be who we are to be. Yeah, and sometimes that's the hardest thing, to understand who we are and who we're supposed to be. Because we've been told for so long that we had to be this and we had to be that. And that we created this mold and we, we teach everybody around us how to treat us. That, you know, we get confused ourselves. We think we're doing the right thing. We think we're doing things in, in the alignment. And then we find out, you know, maybe it was in alignment for, in, for me, but not for them. Correct. So very true. And mm-hmm. we can't change others around us. We can't fix others. All they no. can do is watch and see what they want. And if they see the change in the person they're next to or that they're friends with, they can start paying attention as to, well, what do I need to do? And it's just everything is in such quick movement in our minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thoughts are quicker. The thoughts are faster right now. Absolutely. They're very, yes. And it's intense. Um, I've been feeling that quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's just moving at a rapid pace. But to tell the listeners exactly what. You know, if some of them are wanting to get started because they're, they're uh, well, a lot of people are having illness in their families. People are just going bye-bye really quickly without yeah. even saying goodbye. And yeah. it's like that was a decision that was made at that time. Right. And it's made fast. And that's what's happening. And the illnesses are becoming shorter. Yes. You know, there's not staying around anymore. You either are here and you want to do it and get it done, and then you leave. That's what it's becoming. Right. But you have to find that dream <clears throat> that belongs to you, that path. And most of all, I feel myself that as long as you, once you find your heart, even if it's in the end, mm-hmm. if you find it and let go of everything, things start coming in really bizarrely. <laughs> but they yeah. start coming in not in order. Because everything you ask for 
to make yourself happy, to get you to that point, what you truly needed for your path is finally starting to move. Yeah, I, I know that a lot of things are, are that were are not anymore. The things that Very we true. used to be things that we used to be comfortable with are not anymore. The people sometimes that we were comfortable with are not anymore. And That's if, very true. You know, if if people wanted to know what the symptoms were, somebody asked me what symptoms were. They're not really symptoms. They're just things that you're more observant about. It's more of the observing and 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 understanding that things are going to change very rapidly. And the, the the key is, do you change rapidly with it? Can you adjust yeah. to it? You know, some That's of us feel it. Yeah, and some of us will feel it in our body. Some of us will feel it in our spirit. Some of us will not feel a thing. But everybody yeah. will feel something in their own unique way. I do believe that. There's been a lot of heart issues lately with a lot of people. Um, been in touch yes. with a lot of friends that's been having heart problems, heart mm-hmm. attacks, strokes, pains, anxiety, and it's it's it was the top of the line with cancer. Now it's hearts, mm-hmm. um, and that rules our body. That is our main key player. That's uh, what makes our decisions. Our mind may say no, we can't, but <clears throat> if if what you were when you were a child, you wanted to be a shaman. You know, when you and but you couldn't find you had to, like you said you had to had a family mm-hmm. and things to feed. So, but by being a shaman, getting back to nature, getting back to the earth, blending in and grabbing things that were given to us from the universe uh, that we were to be constructed with in the first place. We were none of us were ever taught that here when we came, and now we're being taught along the way a lot faster than we were. We were getting bits and pieces. Now I think everybody's being downloaded with a lot of good things. Yeah, and the downloads are coming rapid, I believe. I mean, especially for me, they're coming super fast. I'm not sure how they're coming for you, but for me, they're just like, you know, it's like I find myself waking up 2 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm like, where did I go? Yes. You know, it's like my mind and my body is just like, not tired, but, you know, it's like, you know, you've been someplace. Yes. You know that you've been activated. Right. You, you you can be sitting in your car and then um, or even driving and think, where am I? <laughs> it's not where I was, <laughs> you know. That's and it's, you might see some different scenery along the side that actually isn't here in this world, <laughs> you know. That's and true. you're being shooted through time, and uh, it's going to get bizarre because all those changes are being made right now. Um, the reversal is being done um, as to who we are. And we have to. There's no choice now. They, they're moving ahead. They're moving ahead. And uh, there's so many planes right now, so many different planes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you made a, that's a very good analogy, like you being in the car. Just imagine yourself, your physical self, in a car moving at 100 miles an hour or 80, whatever. And how <laughs> life is just is – life is still there, but it's moving at a rate that you can't grasp sometimes. And right. I guess that's how – that's the that's the conscious and that's the spirit and that's that's the evolution that's the movement. Imagine yeah. moving at high, hyper speed, where you don't see anything, but you know there's things there, and you know you're that you're absorbing things and you're bringing in things. So it's a type yeah. of time travel. It's like time time traveling, you know, parallel jumping. You know, you're jumping it from is. parallel to parallel. It you is. Know, you, I agree. Yeah, you're passing every time you drive past something. You are passing a parallel in existence or something that somebody else is living, or something that's playing out, a tree growing, you're passing past an existence 
Oh yeah. And that existence is absorbed by you and felt by you, and you know it even if you don't see it. Mm-hmm. And you know that's 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 where we're at right now. And everybody's having a hard time. There's a lot of young people, especially young people, are having a hard time with it. Well, the knowledge they're needing is not being obtained in school. Is why. So that's why it's it's being called for to have a metaphysical school, so all the teachers can come now. And mm-hmm. I, I can't wait till one opens. Um, I think that's coming. And I think it, we are well aware the the kids especially, they've already learned everything they can here. They're ready for who they are. They're ready for the new knowledge. You know, I hate, to say, I hate to say it. Some of us aren't qualified anymore to teach these kids. I think some of these kids will be teaching us pretty soon. Yes. That's how, that's how fast they're evolving and they're moving through, you know, this, this, this galactic movement of understanding. It's so universal and it's so huge. It's beyond the earth. It is. Truly it is. And, um, once they have the concept in, I think that's why we're here, is to teach the concept, to yes. get it started, to unlock the mind. And then they'll, yeah. they'll take it from there and they'll teach. Um, but, you know, because their kids are becoming bizarre right now. They're so bored. They're they're all over the place. They can't stand still. And it's they don't need to put on ribbon. They just need to learn how to bend energy and how to move it. Well, they don't fit in our system that's been created by our ancestors, you know, by the people before us, you know, the... It just doesn't work. It's not no. real. It's, it, it doesn't serve them anymore. It, it's too slow. It's too monotonous. It's too the energy is is negative. The energy is dull. You know, yes. it's just not. It doesn't. It just doesn't constitute. Doesn't grow with them. A lot of no, us older folks, like you and myself, we can we can hang on and move through it because we've been in it so long by many generations. But you know, now it's it's like. Whoosh, you know, it's like, whoosh, yeah. you know, so fast. It's, these, you're right. These kids are bored. And it's not that they're bored. It's that they, they just, they don't fit. And they you know what I mean? And I hope, I hope that they actually are able to grasp onto someone who can help them and lead them the right way. Because the next group, the next group that comes through, the next generation, the next 500 years is very super important. The next five years, the next month is important. The next month is very important. Yeah. We, the next second, the next minute is important because we really need these kids to say things and awaken in the ways that they, you know, that we wouldn't even think of. And then, you know what? They're not afraid. No, they're not. They're ready. They're not afraid. And no. you know, that's one of the things that I know about these kids. They're not afraid. And, you know, it's not about political correctness. And, you know, they're, and they're just, you know, they're going to set us straight. They're going to have to. They because, are. You know, we can't be enslaved anymore to this old energy. No. It, it's hurt us so terribly, and mm-hmm. we never were meant for that, but we allowed it, like you said. Yeah. We allowed it. We allowed because it. Because there wasn't enough teachers. <laughs> well, we allowed it because our parents taught us that. We yes. learned it from the people before us. So now it's your so job, my job, and people who can who are visionaries to see that there's the, there's needs to be a change, and this change has Absolutely. to be radical. And it can't be, and it can't. It's already we've already taken small steps. We've already taken little steps, baby steps. We need to take big steps now. We need to say, hey, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I do, and this is what I'm doing. Because I'll tell you right now, when they were burning witches at the stake, you couldn't say anything. But now we live in a time where they're not going to burn you at the stake, okay? No. At least I hope, I hope not. This is the time <laughs> now to open, open our mouths 
and share the ideas and the thoughts that are coming out of us. Because if we don't, then we're just going to be that silent major- minority in the background. The people are just like, oh, you hear that? You hear that fly back there? Yeah, whatever. You know. But there's got to be a movement. <clears throat> needs to be a movement. And there's going to be a movement for this awakening that we call awakening. This veil that's thinning that we call a veil. It's because the people up top, these energies that are up top, want us to be enslaved. They need us to be enslaved. Yeah, a lot of energies were released, like down in Florida recently, about a month ago. And when the crystal rose, um, a lot of them saw it rise out from above Atlantis, where it was. So that released a lot of, um, they saw things they couldn't explain. And they were there. Some didn't see anything. Some only heard little noises, little high-pitched noises. But others actually saw and described. And it was intense. And uh, it's for us to raise ourselves above to who we are. And it's time. It's been past time for us. Yeah. We fit in. We fit in as as um, pretty much so. Uh, we'll have some interference, I believe, but. I think once we move past the interference, I, I think a clear sailing way will be a lot better for us. Uh, I well, think it's you know, coming. I, I agree year. with you. I agree with you. The interference is going to be because they, now they feel the what we feel felt. You yes. know, you have comfortableness. The yeah. you know to be locked in their own. I mean, they're locked in their. They're all locked in their own prison to begin with. But in order yes. to sustain their own prison, they have to keep us in prison. They and do. now people are coming. People are coming out of that. You know, money's not important. Oh, yeah. people, People are losing their houses now, but they don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time where like, oh, I lost my house, but now it's like, I lost my house, big deal. You ruin your credit. I don't care. Yeah, that you should know? never even came into play. But you Nothing know, but people are, yeah, but people now are like, you know what? I don't care if I have a house. I don't care. I'm just going to live. I'm going to work and do whatever I need. That's part of the breaking away from the enslavement mentality. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, yes, that's and that, that, that's good. <laughs> it happens to all of us. That's good. That's for sure. And the movement had to take place, no matter how, the, what form it took place in. And this movement is 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 growing very rapidly, very very rapidly. There's a large gathering in other states, mostly the newer states, the new age states like California, Colorado, mm-hmm. places like that. They're already in the game, and oh, yeah. uh, the movement's going to be very strong. But we have to trickle it down to Ohio, which has a crystal grid that runs down through Serpent Mound. Uh, that crystal grid plays a big part. And some of the change that's going to take place with well, you know, uh, crystals, when, crystals are super important because crystals hold energy. Crystals hold; they record everything that we've ever done on this planet. Yeah, I mean, you can and, if, if 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 the government knew what you could do with crystals, they'd probably take them away from us. They probably would. <laughs> you know, because you, you can record, you can store information on crystals. Yes, just like the trees to have actually have life in them that are leaving now. Their lives are leaving and the trees are falling, some of them. They're being released because it's, a t- it's time for them to be released. What yes. energy is in there? And it forms. These are all formations and uh, we are a part of that formation. We are great. We are mm-hmm. all very, very intelligent beings. And, you know, we have to be part human to live here, but we also are part beings. That's right. From different areas. And it's time we acknowledge that instead of sci-fi and, oh, it's just all talk. You know, that's what we have been taught not to know. And I think now they need to construct those schools 
to do the uh, to do the actual learning. Um, mm-hmm. You know the configuration of the universe, and because we're all a part of that, we all have a part in it. And um, I don't have problem breaking away from it, and I don't think you do either. No, I've probably broken away more than I give myself credit for. You know, sometimes I think I haven't, but I have to some degree. And then you know, it's a, it's a process, and it I understand a process. the process. It is a process. And when you just say, I let go, and just let go like you're falling, mm-hmm. you're not really falling. No. You're actually floating, and everything just starts to come in. So you let go of what you held in your hand for years. You held in your heart, you let go of it. Mm-hmm. Because you never needed it. It actually caused you to be ill. It caused you to have problems. It's stress and everything. Mm-hmm. All those things we, we weren't shown, we didn't need. The things we needed to learn were here, but were not allowed to be given to us. Yeah. And um, and now it's opening up a whole new realm of everything. Whole new, a whole new universe is alive. And they're here. Our family's here. Mm-hmm. And they yes. want to know how they can help us. So. And, you know, sometimes it's just as easy as asking. Yes. That's, and, you a, know, that's, that's a plus. And that's what makes it easier for me because then I can move into certain, you know, visions. I can move into certain hearing, certain emotions and understand what it's coming towards me. Yes. It is easier. It's different, it's different for everybody. Everybody has a different type of awakening, a different type of, you know, experience. And we're as unique as every yeah. snowflake that falls. And I get that. I understand that. But yet we're all part of the same grid. We're all part of the earth. We're all part of the mother. We're all part of creation. Yes. And to think, and to think we that are. we're separate from that, we're not. No, we're all part of creation. We This, was, this is our earth. And uh, it'll get back to the way it should be in a very short time frame. Before we know it, it'll be here. We will forget what we ever saw. Mm-hmm. And we will only know it as it is and will be forever. Yes. And that's that is the way it will happen in just seconds. We will not ever remember the other. The cells will be destroyed. We were yeah. put here to be beautiful. And now we've been through this enough. So our families came, <laughs> came to help us. All of our families. So now it, everything will change. Whether we want to or not, whether we get problems with our legs, heart, or whatever, mm-hmm. as soon as you let go of it, you either go on or you, if you ask to stay, you stay and you finish what you came to do. Whether it's to be happy or a purpose, more than happiness, a job or to help certain areas, when you're finished, you're finished. Yeah, that's correct. I agree. And yeah, and we're still here, but we are on a different plane. And if you watch the help. And if you're still here, you have more work to do. Yes. Yeah. Or you have more help to give. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm firm, firm believer of that. Me too. That's for sure. <laughs> But I'm going to hop off the phone now. Okay. And uh, I have some things to do, and it's wonderful to talk with you. Well, I appreciate you calling. And we still okay, got a. Uh, I gave a plug for your show, so I'm not sure. I told him you'll get back when you get back. So. Yeah, well, I'll I be understand. ready next week. If you next let week me know. For you, 
I will. We can talk. If, if my daughter hasn't had a baby yet, then we're oh. we're <laughs> she's due oh, any day now. Right. Oh, is she due on Sunday? Uh, any day between now and the thirty first, okay. you can have the baby. The doctor said so. Okay. All right, well, Mommy, thank maybe, you for calling. Maybe Sunday. All right, you're welcome. Thank you, Iggy. Much love. Thanks for sharing your you thoughts too. with us. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <clears throat> that was Moni, my good friend Moni. She has a show here on usually once a month, either on Wednesday or Thursday today, depending. It's around 8 p.m., I think, something like that. But she, um, she's a good person. She's got a great heart, and I wish her well. hope she, everything goes well for her. You're listening to WithInsightsRadio.com. Well, we hope you've been enjoying our show. Um, and if you have any thoughts, you can send me a message on Facebook at Iggy Garcia. Um, or you can send me an email at Iggy Garcia at Gmail. Or just visit my website at IggyGarcia.com. And, you know, just touch base with me. Tell me, Iggy, I agree with you. No, Iggy, I don't agree with you. Blah, blah, blah. But I hope everybody enjoyed the show tonight. And uh did cover a little bit of the topic was a little bit all over the place, but that's what I wanted to share today. Just wanted to share about the galactic shamanism and the Earth Mother, the Gaia. And so if you need any type of shamanic helping or work, I'm available. And if you need any <clears throat> type of holistic work I'm available, metaphysical work I'm available, I have a whole list of services on my site you can read. I'm not limited to just shamanism. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight and being with us. And episode seven will be around the corner soon. So tune in, but we'll be back here with Mark Matheny, I think, tomorrow. And then um, at midnight on Friday. And then Monday, we'll have a special guest. And he'll be sharing his shamanic beliefs with us. And I'll be posting that on the website. So keep your eyes open for that. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. And when I see you next, share your stories with me. Let me know what's going on, what's happening. Much love, much intuition, ho'oponopono, all the things in your heart. Share it with the world. Go out there make a difference. Be the light you want to be in the world. That whole cliche. All right. Peace and love.